Hey, it's Markay from the Markay Show. You hear me every day at 11 a.m. on News 104.5 WOKV. First of all, thanks for listening to the Markay Show podcast. Second, if you haven't yet, please subscribe to the Burrish Daily Discussion Podcast and Jacksonville's Morning News Interviews. And don't forget to head to iTunes and Google Play and leave a review. Thanks again for listening. We're entertaining meets informative. Let me tell you something. This man is so damn funny, it isn't funny. Markay, you're good to go, man. I would marry me some Markay. Markay! A fresh perspective on today's issues. You are doing a great job today, buddy. Mark K is always good in my book. Just settle down a little bit. You talk too fast. Other than that, I love you. This is the Mark K Show. Somebody said that uh, the president and all of us have been labeled by some Democrats in the media divisive. Divisive? The Democrats haven't even accepted they lost the election in 2016. That is, uh, that is Rush Limbaugh, or was Rush Limbaugh is, uh, in his hometown of Cape Girardeau, Missouri, at the Donald Trump rally last night. I'll tell you what, man, uh, you want to talk about a big finish. You get Sean Hannity, you get Rush Limbaugh, you get Donald Trump, and you get thousands and thousands and thousands of Americans in a, uh, in a stadium for the final tour before the, uh, before the big election today. I'll, I'll, I wasn't there, but I was just watching this on YouTube. And the, and the excitement and the vibrance and the energy, again, it's just, it is, it's ridiculous. And, it, you know, Rush Limbaugh said it best. These, these rallies, I have to tell you, they are the envy of official Washington. You realize there isn't a single elected official in either party who could do what this is tonight. Yeah, that's true. That's true. There's never been a Republican. There's never been a Democrat who could draw those kinds of crowds on a regular basis in a midterm election who could get out there and not just not just you know, you'll get supporters when he's running for president, but also when he's just helping other people run for office. And that's what it was all about yesterday. It was helping other people run for office. Why? Well, because they need the help. Because they need the help because they're getting attacked just like just like everybody else. You know, every single candidate in this election who's on the right is getting attacked for some reason. You see it here. You see it with Andrew Gillum. You see it with Ron DeSantis. You see it with Rick Scott. Rick Scott was on Fox and Friends, and he's sitting there. You know, he's confident about today. He doesn't care about the polls. There's a lot of big talkers in D.C. I'm going to be a doer. It's going to be fun. We're going to have a big win today. Big win today. Big win today. A lot of, you know, I was uh, listening to the news. There was a clip that uh, Rich Jones played this morning, and it was, uh, what's his name, the Raging Cajun. And he said, you know, he, he's a, I'm paraphrasing, of course, but he basically said, hey, if, uh, if Bill Nelson loses and you're a Democrat, you might as well throw up and go to bed. Because that's it. James Carville, the raging Cajun, the Democratic strategist, you know, a flunky for the Clintons for years. He said, you might as well just go to bed because Bill Nelson's going to be the barometer. If he loses in Florida, that's a bad day for the Democrats all around. And Governor Scott has run a heck of a race. He's got a heck of a message out there. He's been an amazing governor. You know, I don't care. I don't care what you think of the man. I hear a lot of people say, well, he scares me. He looks like Skeletor. I hear a lot of people say, well, he's just a rich billionaire. He just steals money from people. You know, he doesn't care about the environment, all that stuff. Rick Scott has been one of the best governors, probably. And I haven't studied gubernatorial history in the state of Florida. I'll be honest. But since I've lived here and in years before then, he's been one of the best uh, that this state has had. And the state is in a fantastic position right now. In fact, the reason this is going to sound weird, but the reason that Andrew Gillum is in such a great position to run for governor of the state of Florida today is because of the things that G Governor Scott has done over the past eight years. 
Governor Scott has created an environment in Florida where Andrew Gillum could come in, find the success he needed, and and now you know be in a position to threaten everything that, that Governor Scott has worked so hard. Uh, to over to, yeah, it doesn't matter though. It's going to be, like I said, a big night uh, for Republicans. I even have confidence. I'm going to be honest with you. I have confidence in Ron DeSantis. I have confidence in Ron DeSantis, even though all of the, I mean, all the national publicity has been going toward Gillum. Andrew Gillum has been on every late night talk show. He's been on every news show. Ron DeSantis has been invited nowhere by nobody. He's, uh, you know, had to do it on his own. I've seen Andrew Gillum attack ad- or uh, attack ads for Ron DeSantis everywhere. Every time I turn on the internet, it's Andrew Gillum this, Andrew Gillum that. And, it, you know, it, it seems like he's being outgunned and outmanned. But when you get down to it, when you get down to it, you have to look at the uh, at what happened in twenty eight in twenty sixteen and see how that correlates to twenty eighteen. You know, Donald Trump won this state. Donald Trump had a, a fantastic showing in this state. Rick Scott, two term governor. You know, there's a Marco Rubio, very popular um, senator down south. You know, I mean, sure, he lost the state when he was running for president, but it was he had tough competition. But, Mark, I mean, there's a lot of Republicans in Florida, and I think that if all of them get out there, if they mobilize, they get out there, it could be a big, big day. And uh, even though Gillum wants to flip this, uh, flip Florida blue. Are y'all ready to win this state tomorrow? I, I don't know if I believe you yet. Are y'all ready to flip Florida blue? I, by the way, I, I don't know if he's, uh, I can't verify this, but it seems like he may be getting uh, money from one of the health insurance companies because Florida blue registered trademark. If not, they should sue him for trademark infringement. Because uh, Florida Blue is a, I know, a good, uh, very, reg- it's a registered trademark of, uh, of Blue Cross Blue Shield. Anyway, at 340-1045, the polls are open. They open at 7 a.m. They're open. They're they're ready for business. They've been hot. I took a, f- a couple phone calls on my other show this morning uh, from pe- folks who had gone out to vote and said, I've never in my life, in, for any election, presidential or otherwise, seen the kind of lines that I'm seeing today at the polls. And this was at 7 a.m. People were waiting outside for the polls to open at 6 and 6.30 like it was the new iPhone. People were waiting outside like they used to do in the old days to buy concert tickets for Quiet Riot or, uh, or, or, or uh, you know, Def Leppard or whoever was coming through town. You don't have to do that anymore. You can just go online to Ticketmaster. But people were waiting in line. They wanted to be there as soon as the polls opened so that they could cast their vote and go to work or go to school or whatever. Lunchtime, forget about it. Don't think that you're going to – if you're going on your lunch hour, you're going to take probably – you're going to probably need a little bit more than an hour. You're going to need probably a little bit more than an hour. If you're going after work, don't make any early plans to meet your family for dinner. It's going to be a late night. It's going to be a lot of people rushing to the polls. The early voting – people think that early voting – equals fewer people voting on election day. And I think that the opposite is true. I think early voting is just a barometer of how much interest there is in the voting process altogether. I think if you have millions of early votes, that means you're going to have a a boatload of people actually going out and voting on election day, which is today. I'm going out to vote on election day. I like to vote on election day. Not the day before, you know, I, people are into early voting to me. That's like opening your Christmas presents on Christmas Eve. You want to open them Christmas morning. It's part of the fun. And then you take your you take your sticker, you put it on your chest, you take a photo and you post it so that you can prove to everyone. Not only did not only do you vote, but then you have to, you know, picks or it didn't happen. So you got to put the picture on Facebook and Instagram and let everybody know. But that's going on right now. If you're at a polling place or if you left one or if you went this morning, let me know what you saw. I guarantee you saw more people there than you've probably seen in the last several elections. If you voted for the first time, 
And you think to yourself, holy cow, there's a lot of people doing this. It's not always like that. Trust me. 340-1045. Uh, I have some more clips from the rally last night with Rush Limbaugh, Donald Trump. I have some more clips uh, with uh, with Governor Scott that I want to get to here in just a minute. And I want to hear from you about the voting process today. Any last-minute predictions, any problems you saw, or just the amount of people and the crowds and the enthusiasm that you're encountering as you head out to do your duty and cast your ballot. This is the Mark K Show Special Election Day Edition. 340-1045. We'll be right back. Make sure you go vote today, guys. Remember, voting is a privilege and not a right. And if you don't vote, you don't have the right to complain about anything. I like her. I like her spunk, but I, I do have to disagree. You always have the right to complain about something. That's guaranteed by the First Amendment of the Constitution. You always have the, the right to complain. It's called freedom of speech. Really, it's the right to complain. And uh, it's my favorite amendment because it gives me, you know, I mean, my whole career has basically been based on it. What's up? It's the Mark K Show. My name is Mark K. Thank you so much for joining us. And it is election day today. It's election day today, and everybody wants you to go out and vote, including Donald Trump. So our new slogan will be in another year, keep America great. And how do you do that? You go out and you vote. You vote, you vote, you vote, you vote, you vote. And we've got a lot of people who've been voting already. Gary in Jacksonville. Gary, uh, thanks so much for calling the Mark K Show. What did you see when you, went out, when you went out to the polls today? Okay, good. Oh, let's go to Greg in Jacksonville. Greg, how are you, sir? Me, uh, Greg, loving life in Jacksonville, man. Beautiful, man. Isn't it great? What did you want to say, Greg? What did you see when you went to the polls? Uh, I lived down the street from the polls and uh, speaking with my neighbor, and I noticed a young man pull up in a pickup truck, and he's highly upset. He runs over to us and says he noticed that I have, uh, you know, election signs for Rick Scott and DeSantis in my front yard. He asked if he could take them. He went to the polling place down there across from Al McConney Elementary School on San Pablo Road. Somebody removed all of the Republican signs. Uh, he called his contact at uh, headquarters, and they said they put them all out at midnight, but apparently somebody removed them all today. So this young kid who I've watched grow up, basically was upset enough to ask me if he could take my signs out of my yard and go down there to the polling place and uh, wave the signs. And I, I felt that you know, stealing signs is nothing new. Yeah. Uh, a lot of liberal dirty tricks been going on. So wait, did but, you give uh, him your signs so he could go wave them in front of the polling place? Abs absolutely. I'm getting ready to go down there and see if he wants me to buy him lunch. Oh, good. <laughs> That's great. Hey, thanks so much for calling. We appreciate it. So somebody stole all the signs. This kid goes, forget it. I'm going to go grab some other signs, take them back down there and start waving them around. I love it. Hey, Linda from Mandarin. How are you, Linda? Fine, and you? Yeah, you're doing great. Happy Election Day. What do you want to say? Oh, well, I was one of the people that opened the Christmas presents early. Uh -huh. I have always voted early. Never had to wait. This year when we went to vote, they were out the line. This was the first day of early voting. Oh, yeah. So a lot of people are voting. A lot of people are, are really following the election, which is a great thing. No, it is, it is great to see all the early voting. It's great to see everyone else. I'll be honest with you, though. If I went early voting and there was a line, I would be really annoyed. I'd be like, come on, the reason I'm early voting is to avoid the line. And now there's a line. Anyway, uh, thanks so much for doing that. We appreciate it. George in Jacksonville. George, thanks for calling the Mark K Show. How are you? Good. Hey, Mark. I went, uh, went by there this morning, and uh, it was about 10 cars out front. It's uh -huh. at a retirement home. Um, went back at about 10. There was only three cars out there. Uh, but there was one of the 
retired people in there that was ready to vote a second time, and they kept trying to explain to her that she had early voted. Mm. But she heard it was election day, and she wanted to vote again. Yeah, no, that's a, that you know, hey, depending on who she's voting for, I'm all for that. <laughs> that's a fun one. Hey, they, they so no, you should only vote one time. You should only vote one time. If they let you vote more than once, then that's a problem. But I don't think. And I know I don't think I, I mean, if you I don't I don't even you know what? I don't even want to go down that road. Three, four, oh, one, oh, four, five. Tons of people, as we said, going to the polls today. It's going to be busy. If you think it was busy last time around, you just wait. Today is the day when people have said they've seen longer lines than they've ever seen in, in their lives history voting in Florida. They're, they're reporting record lines, uh, you know, people waiting at the polls when they open up, people waiting at the polls, you know, now. Um, lunchtime is going to be crazy. If you can go before lunch, well, I mean, it's lunchtime time now for some people. If you can go after lunch, but, uh, you know, after work, it's going to be crazy again. And then uh, it looks like it's going to be a late night counting those returns. The polls close at 7. The, re the returns will not be released officially until 8. And, uh, you know, depending on CNN will probably call a winner at 8.05. <laughs> but MSNBC already called a winner. They were testing their graphics uh, to you know for the for the um, for the election tonight, and they inadvertently broadcast a uh, placard that showed Andrew Gillum winning the state of Florida by like one hundred thousand votes or something. Anyway, three four zero one zero four five is my number. Three four zero. 1045 uh, is the number. Have you gone to vote? If so, what was the line like? Uh, if you're going to vote right now, let me know what you see. If you had any problems or encountered any any mischief at any of the polling places, we want to know that too. 340-1045. It's the Mark K Show Election Day Edition. Stay tuned. We'll be right back after this. Special Election Day Edition because, well, you know, it's Election Day. Vote for Republican Congress for Republican Senate. Go out and vote Republican. Yeah, that's what a lot of people are doing today. A lot of people voting Democrat, too. Uh, we have people on both sides of the aisle. They've been early voting. They're, uh, they were out early today voting. And tonight, we're going to find out exactly what's going to happen in the next two years of the Donald Trump presidency. Will he have the full support of the Senate and the Congress? Will he have the full support of just the Senate? Will both houses uh, go blue, which hopefully won't happen? What's going to happen with our own races for Democrat, for Senate? Uh, it's gonna be a it's gonna be a very interesting and long night, and someone's gonna go to bed really, really upset tonight. Hopefully, it won't be you. Let's go to Dwayne in Jacksonville. Dwayne, thanks so much for calling the Mark K Show. How are you? I'm doing well, Mark. How about yourself? Doing great, jo uh, Dwayne. What do you want to say? Uh, I just wanted to let you know how disappointed I was when I found out my granny voted Democrat this year. Oh no! I mean, she never did that when she was alive. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, you know, death changes people, Dwayne. Death changes people. Hey, thanks so much. <laughs> thanks so much for calling. We really. <laughs> uh, oh, sorry, where were we? Kim in Jacksonville. Kim, thanks so much for calling the Mark K Show. How are you? <laughs> that was pretty good. Yeah, that was good. Listen, uh, I got my sticker. You got yours on? Wearing your sticker today? I'm not. I haven't voted yet today. I've been. I've been locked in a radio studio since 5 a.m. But I'm gonna leave here. I'm gonna go. My boss just wrote me and said we have to meet at noon. And I was like, absolutely not. I'm not meeting you today. It's election day. I'm gonna go out. I'm gonna get my sticker. I'm gonna put it on my chest. Take a picture. Put it on Facebook. How about you? Do you have your sticker? Well, I got mine. I just got done voting up in Callahan. But uh, real quick question for you. It's a little bit anecdotal, but you know, in the last um, election two, two years ago. The numbers for early voting, the Democrat, Democratic voters were up 100,000. Right now, they're only up 30,000 going into voting day. 
Now, is it anecdotal to say that there's enthusiasm with the Republicans when they're only down 30,000 going into Election Day? Or what, what's your thoughts on that? Well, you know, a, a guy called in yesterday, and this is really one of our last calls yesterday, and that's a great question. Thanks so much for calling, Kim. Uh, one, of the, one of the last questions we had on the show, we had a guy called in, and he said he was a concerned. We talked about how the polls are always wrong and how the polls got it wrong with Hillary Clinton, and they were calling that, you know, for Hillary to win by seven points, eight points, nine points, and he pointed out that in the end she did win the popular vote. But because the president is chosen by the Electoral College... It didn't seem to matter in the end. He said it's not like that with governor. So he gets a little concerned when he sees that Andrew Gillum is up by seven points or four points or three points. Or I think the average is something like four points at the point at the, at the moment. He gets concerned when he sees that Rick Scott is down by two points or four points behind Bill Nelson. He gets concerned for these local races because they're not chosen by the Electoral College. And I thought I said, that's a great point. You know, it's something you really need to think about. But the one thing that I thought about while I was thinking about this, if that makes perfect. <laughs> the one thing I thought about while I was thinking about it is that when you look state by state, there were so many shocks and surprises in the election last time around that had nothing to do with the Electoral College. For example, Michigan. Michigan was solidly in the Democratic co uh, column for the entire election, and it, it flipped and went red for Donald Trump. Pennsylvania. Pennsylvania. Donald Trump didn't even campaign in Pennsylvania till the very I'm sorry, Hillary Clinton didn't even campaign in Pennsylvania till the very end, because at the very end, it went red. Same thing happened in what? Wisconsin. You know, we saw all of these states that Donald Trump was never supposed to win. North Carolina, even North Carolina went to Barack Obama twice. It went to Donald Trump last time around. And these are states where the popular vote gave Donald Trump the edge. So even though the polls were against him, the polls were drastically, every poll said Clinton by two, Clinton by seven, Clinton by 14 in some cases, Clinton by 12. They'd packed up the offices already. So, yes, even though it's not an electoral column, uh, college type of election, the popular vote that Hillary Clinton won was mostly California in the end anyway. And I think that we're going we're gonna to see that a lot of polls are dead wrong. And th those are the people who should be the most nervous. It's not the candidates. It's not you and me. It's the pollsters. If all of these polls are wrong again, for like drastically wrong again, polling is dead. Polling is dead. There's their whole business operation. They got to pack it up and go in. There's there's their whole operation is it will be you know basically uh, what do you call it uh, obsolete. They will have failed twice in a row, and no one will trust them ever again. Even if if people even trust them now. Thanks so much for calling, Gary in Jacksonville. Gary, thanks for calling the Mark K Show. How are you? What do you want to say? I'm good. Okay, so I want to voice some frustration here, and I'll try and make it as quick as I can. Sure. So I have a friend that I know personally, uh, but haven't really hung out with him in a while. So I follow him on Facebook. He's a millennial, 30-something. Anyway, he organized uh, a lot of college people to go vote. He's Democrat, if you haven't figured that out, so that we could get Gillum in place. And no, I'm not a Gillum fan because that guy will bankrupt the state. Anyway, so he, he organizes all this, goes out. He's putting posting signs, stuff like this. I'm following him all on Facebook. And last night I looked at a post of his, and he goes, I just want to say that I've done a lot of hard work really to get the vote out so that we can get turn the state uh, blue. And today I'm, I'm, I'm getting ready to move to Seattle to join my wife. Blah, 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 blah. I'm thinking to myself, yes, you're right to vote, but you really got to leave a stink egg and move out of here to go. I mean, yeah. It's a bunch of crap. You yeah. Know? 
No, I know. If you're going to move to Seattle, you just leave us alone. That's a great. <laughs> That's hilarious. Thanks so much. Thanks so much for calling me. Appreciate it. You know, and the, you bring up a good point because I hear a lot of people say, you know, if you have a friend who hasn't voted yet, grab them, drag them to the polls, do whatever you can, you know, get them up off the couch and say, come and vote with me. And I, I think to, you know, and I, I get it. Yes, everyone has the right to vote, but people also have the right to be lazy. And if you need to drag somebody to the polls, look, I'm not dragging anybody to the polls. If you don't care enough to vote, then don't go and vote. Because odds are you don't know what you're voting for. You don't know who the candidates are. And if you're getting dragged to the polls by somebody, they're just going to tell you how they want you to vote. And it has nothing to do with your right to vote. So this whole drag people to the vote, go out, get them off the couch, whatever, don't do it. Go vote. You know, and if somebody doesn't doesn't want to doesn't want to play along, doesn't want to take the time, doesn't want to pay attention, doesn't want to doesn't want to investigate, they just want to sit around playing Fortnite all day because to them it's just Tuesday today. Then great, don't force them because we do not need on on either side. We do not need uninformed voters like that. Um, you know, deciding our future. Star three four zero one zero four five is the number. Let's go to Steve in Mandarin. Steve, thanks so much for calling the Mark K Show. What happened to you when you went to the polls today? Oh, the pleasure is mine. I'm delighted to say uh, that I had to wait a full ten minutes before I could vote this morning, and I would have been pleased if I'd had to wait thirty minutes. Yeah, because uh, I think people need to understand we're not ordering a burger and fries here today. We're shaping the future of our country. And, uh, you know, the fact is we'll stand in line for three hours to watch a football game, but we'll complain if we have to wait more than 30 seconds to vote. Yeah, no, that's exactly right. That's exactly. Although, I mean, there's some good burger. Like, you know, if I'm at five guys and it's taking 10 minutes for a burger, that's I'm totally cool with it. Hey, thanks so much for calling. See, now I'm hungry. Now, you know what they should do? Why don't they put the polling stations inside the restaurants? Because you're going at lunchtime. You could go order your burger. You could go vote while you're waiting. It, it seems like a win win to me. Instead, they put them at, like, libraries and, and schools and places like that. Put them where the people are going. Put them at the towns. Eh, you know what? We don't need any more traffic at the town center. Never mind. Bad idea. Let's go to John in Ponte Vedra. John, thanks for calling the Mark K Show. How are you? Uh, fine, thank you. I just told your uh, screener that um, I stopped at a gate to talk to a gate young lady working a gate guard, and um, I asked her if she voted today, and she said, no, she hasn't voted yet because she didn't know she doesn't have a TV. She didn't know it was election day. Exactly. Oh no! Well, it's, maybe that's that's kind of that's kind of tell her to turn on the radio. News one hundred four point five, WOKV. Bill in Jacksonville. How are you, Bill? Oh, fine, fine, Mark. Thanks. I'm uh, calling about uh, Amendment Four. Yeah. And it appears to be bundling on there. Now, on the ballot summary, and I'm getting this the long long form from DuvalElections.com, uh, the uh, the Supervisor Elections website. Yeah. And the long term has uh, it changed from section B to C. Now, C now says no person may appear on the ballot for re-election to any of the following offices, Florida representative, Florida senator, Florida lieutenant governor, any office of the Florida cabinet, U.S. representative of Florida, U.S. senator from Florida. And, and then it says that they may not serve more than eight consecutive years. Yeah. Yeah, look, I mean, the, when you get in there with you, because I went through a couple of people here who there were a couple of people here at the radio station who came to me this morning and said, help me out with these amendments because they're where they're filling out their sample ballots. They're trying to figure out which way to vote. They're confusing. And I tell them, read through it, read through it twice. If you still after reading through it twice, have no idea what the hell it means or who the hell it benefits, then just vote no.
That's my advice to them. That's my advice to you. 3401045. Quick break. More of your phone calls coming up. It's the Mark K Show, election edition on News 104.5 WOKV. This is the Mark K Show. Thanks so much for joining us today, folks. We appreciate it. Uh, election Day edition, because why? It's Election Day. But although, I'll be honest with you, more people I know in, uh, every single year call it Voting Day. I'm going to just change it to Voting Day, because that's what you do. You vote today, so let's just call it Voting Day. 340 Let's go to uh, Stacy on the west side. Stacy, thanks so much for calling. How'd it go today when you went to vote? It was easy. It was very painless, as it always is. The oh, same good. Thing, yeah, I mean, I'd, I would wait for hours if I had to, but I don't want to wait today. Went straight on my lunch break, and I'm still got, I still got time left. I just, um, I spent last night, I was telling the guy, I spent last night going over all the amendments with my kids. I've got two that are old enough to vote. This is their first time. And, um, you know, just like anything else, it's your responsibility to inform them, you know, without without leading them in the wrong direction. So, yeah. it's kind of, you know, we read the amendments. We knew everything that was going on and and they're going out to vote. It's actually my daughter and her boyfriend. So they're going to go out and vote. But I took all my kids to see Trump when he came when he was campaigning. Um, and my youngest kid was he was 10. But it put a fire in them for them to understand how that. You know how that process works, yeah. and how everything happens, and no, you're you know, it's great. Without, no, you're oh, there she's gone. I might have taken them to see her, but I doubt it. But, yeah, you know they're all geared up; they're all ready to go vote. So that's awesome. Got two that are legal, but um, you that's know, awesome. Ready to go, and they understand what they're going in there for. So the uneducated ones can just yeah stay home. Just, Hey, thanks for the call, Stacey. We appreciate it. Look, I do, and you know, you're not going to, this won't shock anybody, but I talk to my kids about politics almost on a daily basis. And we actually got into a debate for the first time over these amendments. It was Amendment 3 when I was trying to explain to them why I wasn't voting for it. And they thought, you know, because they, 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 they get sucked into the TV ads. And they're like, don't the people want the power? And I go, that's not what it's about. And they go, what's it about? And I go, it's about casino monop- monopolization. And they go, what's that? So then I had to explain it to them and how Disney and the Seminole tribe and everything we talked about last week, they basically want a monopoly on the casino system in Florida. And that shuts down the ability for other people to open casinos. And it shuts down the ability for the state to make even more money in taxes. And my son looks at me and goes, I don't care. I like Disney. I'm voting yes. And I looked at him and said, you're not voting anything because you're 12. (laughs) 340-1045. Let's go to Rosa in Green Cove Springs. Rosa, how are you? Hey, great. How are you doing, Mark? Doing good, man. What do you want to say? Well, I just want to let everybody know, okay, I'm out here putting signs up again because they took down Ron DeSantis' signs down here. Oh, yeah? So I'm up putting them back up again. And I just want to let everybody know I was raised a Democrat, and I'm proud to say that I'm a patriot of Jesus Christ. Oh, okay, good. Well, then, you know, vote for him, too. Hey, thanks so much for the call. Uh, we really appreciate it. Let's go to Steve in Jacksonville. Steve, how are you? I'm all right. Oh, good. Uh, where are the watch parties at tonight? You know, that's, that's interesting you should be, uh, say that because I, I think we had talked about doing one and then we were going to do one, but then something else happened. And what on my watch party, I'll be honest with you, is going to be in my bed because these results are not going to be coming in until 9. The late results are not going to be coming in until 10. California, we're not even going to get to hear what's going on with them until, I mean, God, I don't even know, midnight, um, and i got to get up early. So that's, you know, that's where my watch party is. But, hey, plan something and get back to me, and uh, you know, we'll send out a push notification and let everyone know where you're going to be hanging. 340-1045. Uh, real quick, let's go to Jack in St. Augustine. Jack, how are you? 
Happy Super Tuesday, man. What's going on, home fry? Woo hoo. <laughs> I, like, I, like, I like your enthusiasm, Jack. What did you want to say about voting today? Oh, man, it's great. Awesome. Uh, yeah, I always wait till Super Tuesday. Uh, I don't believe in early voting. Anyway, I live out of St. Augustine Beach, so I have to vote at City Hall. I pull in there, and all I'm seeing is these Democratic signs, and I'm thinking, oh, my God, am I at the local DNC headquarters or what? I look. There's no signs anywhere, so I, I figured I knew what happened immediately. So, anyway, I went in a boat. No qualms, no problems. It's great. Everything goes good. I get out. I finally see one Rick Scott sign and one DeSantis sign uh, before I hit the highway out there. But you know what? Here's the thing, man. Yeah. For for the last three or four decades, I'm, I'm 58. Yeah. All I've heard from everybody, I'm talking about both sides, we need a businessman in the White House, not a politician. We need somebody who's going to get in there and can straighten this country out. Well, we have that already. Hopefully he's going to get the supporting. That's the thing. We got the businessman. Now we just need the supporting staff around them, the Senate, the Congress, the governors, uh, to make sure that this thing keeps going in the right direction uh, for the next two years. And hopefully, you know, six three four oh one oh four five is the number we gotta go all right election results tonight tomorrow the results show hopefully it'll be hopefully it'll be a positive one if not we'll you know what we'll find we'll find the silver lining if we need to stay tuned rush limbaugh and the news coming up next on news 104.5 wokv